Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. The property tax uh, has been very much on the agenda on Limerick today over the last couple of mornings. Um, and uh, to chat to us now, in the studio we have Councillor Frankie Daly, uh, who uh, is independent, of course, on Limerick City and County Council. Good morning to you, Frankie. Um, and Good also Councillor Liam Galvin of Fine Gael joins us on the line on uh, 461995. Good morning, John. Good morning, listeners. Good morning to you as well, sir. Uh, now, um, both of you... Um, on balance decided to vote in favour of a 7.5% increase in local property tax, which will affect many of our listeners, on top of a 7.5% increase last year, which makes it 15% uh, over the two years. And to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie, there is a lot of unhappiness about this, Frankie. A lot of people in touch with us over the last 24 hours going, what are you doing to us? Mm. <coughs> I suppose, Joe, from the outset... People are angered, and it's something I kind of, I, I, I met when I when I arrived home. Uh, the first thing I did when I came in, my wife approached me and said, "What the hell are you doing? After increasing the property tax, the thing is going wild on Facebook, and it doesn't look good. It's a stupid decision. What did you do?" But then I started to explain to her and inform her of the real rationale behind it. She started to realise, geez, it makes a lot more sense when it's actually clarified. And I suppose, Joe, that's the reason why. I'm here is to try and inform people as to the decision and the actual, you know, it's great looking at a property tax in its totality, totality of, you know, it, at the baseline. Are you suggesting then that it wasn't picture and no sound over dinner in your house once you explained it to her? Once I, exp- once I explained it to her, it took her a while to come around in terms of to, to kind of digest it. But as I gave her some of the examples of what the rationale was behind it, um, Kate, my wife, she actually said, listen, this is very important that you need to clarify this. People are looking at this. There's, there's another tax, a huge tax on people, two and three hundred euros. From the point of view, what we're looking at here is a baseline of seven and a half percent from last year. For example, 90 percent of the but property. That's 15 percent. Now, let's be clear about this, because there are councils, as you know, in Dublin. And I understand that there are different rates applying in different parts of the country, depending on the valuation of individual properties. And that has pros and cons. But the reality is there are councils in Dublin who've gone 15 percent below the baseline that's set. We've gone 15 percent above it now from 2020. So we're essentially at a rate paying 30 percent more. Just to clarify there in the Dublin example, Joe, like you're looking at Dublin City, like Dublin, like there's 80% of, of, of the, the money raised, you know, below or above the baseline is retained. There's a 20% of it then that goes into an equalisation fund. Dublin City... That applies here too, though. Yeah. 20% that we extra, we're paying, it goes up into be, the equalisation fund it does. and it suits people maybe in Longford. Uh, Joe, just to clarify that, it actually doesn't. It actually, the 20%, we actually gain more... It goes, that first, though. it goes it in goes first, in first comes back comes out. back with more money from an equalisation because like Dublin City are a huge, they've huge businesses, huge repairs. Joe, we don't have that. So for me to sit in here and to compare us with Dublin City Council, Joe, I'd be doing a disservice. Like it would be great for me, Joe, to to go in and vote against it and it'd be populist and I'd look great and I'd I'd say 
X, Y and Z but you know what on the face of it I'd be letting down my, my constituents that voted for me I'm looking at this from a point of view of getting services delivered within the area last year like there was pedestrian crossings put in out of this additional money footpaths in Carbley that were in total disrepair benches that were actually particularly on the Carbley Road you could, you were, there was elderly people that could get cut off the actual benches they were so old and defunct now to, to be able to increase now the increases like the top 90% of Limerick people are within the 90% band. So the first band, there'll be an increase per week of about, you're uh, talking uh, 13 cents per week. Sorry, the 90% band, what do you mean by that now? I mean... Between zero and 100,000 on the no, valuation of the house? I no. 90% of Limerick householders come within three bands. Right. Of, of paying the local okay. property tax. Okay. So the uh, first three bands, just briefly. No, I know. I have okay. to let Councillor okay. Galvin, I'll come back to you. Um, well, Councillor Galvin, you know, what did you face at home? when you voted for this, uh, Frankie's revealed what happened in his house. Look, Joe, look, Frankie's after trying his best there to try and explain anything. Well done, Frankie, on that. Look, Joe, the, the, you know, the populist thing here for this thing is would be to, you know, reduce the property tax by plus... We, first of all, to explain to the people, we can plus or minus our property tax on a yearly basis, 15%. To plus our property tax by the 15%, it's worth nearly £2.5 to our local government, to our local, to our local authority. We're looking at this in a sense that this is going to go into services for the communities. And Joe, small things such as playgrounds, playgrounds for the young children to play in, libraries for the children to go and access internet for those that have internet at home to go and pick up their books. We're looking at it for to repair roads, footpaths. If we haven't got the finance inside in the local authority, we cannot deliver these services. But how were you doing it when you just increased it by 7.5% last year? You've got another 7.5% now. We have, and we're, what we're doing is we're coming up with a programme. But where's the, where's the extra problem uh, coming from well, that needs 7.5%? For example, for example, there's a plan in that, in, the, in, that, in that plan there for to purchase two street sweepers. Sweet, street, street sweepers are vitally important. They are badly needed job, by the way, out in rural county Limerick, in the smaller rural villages. But for the tidy towns village organisations throughout our local authority, we, our streets would be littered with rubbish. And now it's about time that we try and start delivering the service. And but Liam, what would you say to people who contacted this show, and you know, you're aware of the reaction since yesterday, mm. who said, this is an example of the people who were expected to pay for everything paying again. It's not, Joe. It's actually quite the opposite. Because the, the, the people that are paying for everything, as the, as, as the word goes, is the people that are working. The people that are unemployed as well are also included in this, in this property tax. The person that's drawn the social welfare benefits is also included in this property tax. They're going to be increased as well. So it's not exactly true to say the people that are paying for everything. Because the people that are drawn social welfare pay for very little. But you do accept but, uh, this, that the people who are paying for everything this, are yes, going yes, to yeah, pay but, this as yes, well? <laughs> I mean, it's not accurate what you said. The people that are paying for everything are the working people. But the people, this tax is... But they're going to be affected too, Liam. It is, of course. Yeah, but, so I mean... But Joe, the question What is, you're saying yeah, is you've widened the, the base, and that's fair enough, that's a reasonable point. But that doesn't mean that the people in the middle of the base aren't going to pay it. Joe, there's no other way of doing this. You either have a property tax or you haven't a property tax. Well, there is... Well. Sorry, no, Liam. There you, is actually a way of doing it. Because you and those other councillors, including Frankie, who voted for this, are using your discretion to go 15% yes. above the baseline. Yes. You have 15% either way. You could yes. choose to go 15% below or 7.5% below. Let me finish now. How Fa- last how year you went 7.5% above and now you've got another 7.5% above. Yes. So there is discretion. 
how, of course there's discretion. That's what I said from the outset. There was plus or minus 15% if you were listening to me. The point I'm making, how do you think a local authority is going to function less €5 million? Euro? Like, this is the reality of it. Services to provide services, that cost money irrespective of the populist thing to do. Yet there were three members inside in that local authority that voted. By the way, three only out of 40. Yes, they'll be the first people to be standing in front of the camera when it comes to allocating funding to town parks and libraries and services and footpaths that need, that are essential part of day-to-day living inside in communities. And we cannot, it's as simple as this, we cannot provide services without finance irrespective of where it comes from. People will turn around and they can say, that it, why not apply to the department? Whether we apply to the department or whether we go through local property tax, the money is coming from the taxpayer. And unfortunately, we think it's a fair, I think it's a fair way of trying to get uh, the services back into everybody's community, by the way. Everybody's community. And the first thing you'll see, and I was I've a prime example of inside my own town, inside Nebbyfield, where our playground is gone over 20 years old, and it badly needs refurbishment. And I'll tell you, Joe, when you go replacing furniture inside in the playground, or go doing up footpaths and going doing up play areas, you will want to have much change out of 100,000 or even maybe a couple of 100,000 for that matter. Yeah. There's a neighbouring village here next to me in that hay. They're looking to put up, to start off a playground. There are libraries. I'm delighted to say that we have okay. top of the range libraries. I just want to let Frankie back in here. <coughs> uh, Frankie, you know, when you were canvassing, there's only just been a local election. People were aware when they decided to vote for you or others that there was a 7.5% increase on the base rate. But you wouldn't have suggested there was going to be another 7.5% coming right after the election. I wouldn't agree with a lot of what Liam has said, I suppose. I'm going to just focus specifically on... No, answer my question first. I mean, none of you, none of you... Joe, and correct me if I'm wrong now, Liam, but none of you went to the door and in the course of your canvassing said to people, by the way, lads, in the interests of democracy and what we need to do, we will be jacking up by another 7.5%, the property tax that we already Joe, jacked up. Joe, just come in there, Liam. Just come in there, Liam, for a second. Liam, respect. Liam, just for a second. Liam, just for a second. Liam, just for a second. Thanks, Liam. Appreciate that. I suppose going around, you're quite right, Joe. We didn't identify that, but to be elected... I'm I'm asking the people to trust me in relation to my judgment um, and in delivering services for the people within my own area, Carbley, Cardavon, right across the spectrum. There's 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 different needs that need to be met. For example, in the Myras area, out of that money from last year, Joe, yeah, it was tough. It cost an additional thirteen cent a week for one house and so on and so forth. But we got an autism friendly sensory room within the Myras community. The, I see that on the ground, the benefit that has to the community that would not be possible. Those little initiatives would not be possible if we can't raise the, this additional monies. Like, we heard about HAP during the week that we have a one billion budget. Joe, we don't. Like, most of that money is kind of tied up. That's a shared service. The bulk of that is, yeah, fair enough, it's fantastic. We get employment and stuff. But on the base of it, we have very little discretion as councillors. So if we identified this additional money, give thir- an increase of 13, 32 and 45 cents, we then have real money to spend to get the Autism Friendly Centre, to, to get a, a playground, to work towards a playground in Cardavon where we're working on a par- facilities in Carbley. If we don't have that money for the feasibility studies, we're, we're dead in the water, okay. Joe. So well, I, I have to be upfront, right, man. Right, I have to right, trust my decision right. on it. Uh, Councillor Gavin? Yeah, Joe, look, you asked there, why didn't we inform the people when we were going down that load at local? Sure, we can't inform the people at local doors when we, do, can't, when we haven't got the formation of a council. I'm only one vice inside in that local authority out of 40, by the way. And as is Frankie Daly. So Frankie or I 
going out. You're part of a pretty powerful party in that council. You were in the last council and you are again this time. Absolutely, yeah. But I couldn't go telling people we were putting the property tax up 15% when I didn't know what we were going doing. Would that be quite right in there? I mean, under no circumstances can I tell people what I'm doing. First of all, when the local authority is informed. And number two, when the group hasn't met, or the groups haven't met. Right. So, so, so you're, 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 you would both say, hand on heart, that there was no way of predicting that you would put it up by another 7.5% in this budget round. Well, hand in my heart, Joe, I certainly didn't, I certainly didn't know going around to the door that we would be putting up the property tax 15%. But yes, I did vote for the property tax of an increase of 15%, specifically for the delivery of services to the communities. And look, I think the people there, in fairness, there's the voluntary groups out there, Joe, that are benefiting from what we call the GMA, the General Municipal Fund, that the voluntary groups that will get the 500 or 1,000 euro or a couple of thousand euro from the public representatives and the projects that are done from the GMA allocation that's given out on an annual basis, they are benefits from it. And I do think that communities see that. Okay. But I would just like anyone that has an issue with it, look, I think it needs to be explained to them. We cannot give the services that the young and the old people of the communities, whether it's in the city or rural county Limerick need, unless we have finances. Right. And it's as simple as right. that. Well, look, I was happy to give both of you the opportunity and fair play to you for coming forward this morning um, in circumstances when it might have been easier not to, to explain that. Although I will say Live 95's Alan Morrissey at the start of yesterday's programme went through all of this and explained where the money was going as well. So in that respect, we did that already, but I'm happy to do it again because we had other councillors on yesterday, as you mentioned, two of whom had voted against it. So it's important to balance that up but I will say to you and you know this and maybe the anger will dissipate but there is a lot of anger at the moment more than I've seen in a while about an increase in tax so Just I, ha- I hadn't the opportunity to listen to your programme yesterday morning unfortunately but I would like to ask the three councillors that were on yesterday morning two, 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 two of the three defending um, why so they didn't vote for the public where did we expect to get funding to provide the services for the local authority Okay, well, you've asked a question. Just a, fu- a final point, final point, just to clarify. You've asked a question. A final point, just to clarify. So what we're looking at here is any local authority housing. Now, I'm from Tom and get myself, I'm from a, a local authority household. Let's be clear, there's no there's no increase for any local authority residents. So like, I'm from that background myself. And I also, I, we own our own house. So there is an increase. So I'm on the second bander, third bander. So there will be a hit. But from the point of view for 13 cent a week, or 32 cent a week, the, the actual benefit to the community, to local community groups, to the improvement in footpaths and pavements, in future playgrounds and future opportunities to develop. And just to finish on this point, if the money goes back into the community and they can see improved lighting, we did it a number of years ago, I increased it again, that was the defining vote. There was half a million spent on the upgrade of lighting. If the public see the improvements back into their area, not like a, a motor tax, that it goes up into a black hole, if they see it back in their community and reinvested, They'll support it most, and I know that. Okay. Councillor Frankie Daly, Independent, thank you very much. Councillor Liam Galvin of Fine thank you very much for talking to us about that increase in property tax. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.